What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 4BS Podcast, Backcountry Brews, Barbells, and Business. It has been a minute. We are still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic and broadcasting to you from lockdown in eastern North Carolina. And I know this isn't the normal format of the show. Normally, we have everybody in here in the studio live around the table and we talk about all kinds of stuff, you know, fitness, beer, coffee, whatever. And, uh, yeah, that really, this, this whole pandemic thing really isn't conducive to that. So great thing is we know a bunch of great folks out there, um, in a lot of different industries, uh, doing a lot of different things. And so we figured we'd reach out to some of them over the coming weeks, see how they're doing, how they're handling things, um, how they are gearing up to get back in action. And the first one of those, um, that we have on the show is actually Mike Garrett from CrossFit Goldsboro. So know Mike for a lot of years now, going on 10 years now, and a uh, great guy, great coach, runs um, uh, a great program and a couple of businesses down there in Goldsboro, and uh, had about uh, 45 minutes to to catch up, as well as talk about some strategies and get some insight on how they're continuing their mission down there in Goldsboro to provide fitness to the community in spite of the challenges that we're facing right now. We also had a couple quick minutes to talk about how uh, Mike almost lost uh, Steve down the side of a mountain out at Nationals last year. And, you know, how we might all come out on the other side of this thing a little bit faster, fitter, and stronger than we went in. So we really appreciate y'all listening. We hope you enjoy it. We hope y'all stay safe. And thanks to everyone who's out there on the front lines of this thing. So uh, without further ado, on with the show. Backcountry Brews, Barbells, and Business, the 4BS Podcast. I think being an OG and you get this, this is how you and me started. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. This is how I've done fitness uh, majority of my life and the way I enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't air condition heaters, fancy freaking uh, Wattify. Screw that shit, man. This is, this is fun to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I enjoy this a whole lot better probably than most people. And then, you know, I, I can really, it doesn't take long when you're outside and it's, either raining or it's damn 86 and sunny as hell without any air condition to find out uh which ones your clients want to be here and doesn't want to be here you know what i mean yeah. there's no there's no hiding it or faking it at that point so no and they gotta sh- cool. and, and they gotta you know everybody's gotta show up they gotta make a you know a concerted effort to to check in with what you're doing you know they gotta keep up with you know they gotta keep up Absolutely. with kind of what, you know what you're doing day to day where you're gonna be um oh yeah you know and it takes a lot of effort yeah, it's pretty neat to see what goes, you know, our Monday when we get together with our groups on Monday. Uh, you know, you, you can quickly tell what people did over the weekend. Sometimes on, on a Monday CrossFit class, uh, they can hide it, you know what I mean, until like, to the last couple of minutes of the MedCon. But, right. you know, people are coming, you know, literally walking up to me, getting out of their vehicle, and like, hey, Mike, uh, ate snacks and watched Netflix for like 48 hours straight. I'm like, Awesome. Here we go. <laughs> get ready. Get ready to pay the man. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Yeah, man. I uh I got a chance to uh I got a chance to talk to Steve last week. Yeah, birthday boy. Birthday yeah, boy. No, man, I gotta reach out to him today. Uh, yeah. but uh and we talked a little bit about stuff, you know, just kind of I mean, because I shit I hadn't seen him face to face 
Oh know. yeah. And since this all started, at least. Yeah. You know, it's going to be how it's going to be another month. You know what I mean? I, I think May 23rd for fitness industry at best. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's probably going to be June 1st. Yeah. And, uh, is that phase two or phase three? Uh, so you have gyms, according to our governors in phase two, hopefully phase one to start on May 8th. You right. know, and he's, he's dictating that stuff right now. And I, you know, it, it's, it's sad that politics is such a large part of what the governors are allowed to do. You know, you, you got a Republican president, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but you know, every, Dem- every Democrat governor's not opening like the other ones have, you know what I mean? And, you, and then in North Carolina, you look around the surrounding States, man, it stinks, you know what I mean? Tennessee, Georgia, mm-hmm. South Carolina, those guys already rocking and rolling. And, and I think they're helping out their economy big time by doing that. And, I think we could actually save a lot of small businesses right now if they were able to open up here in the next seven to 10 days, but that's just not going to happen. So, yeah, that was, that was really, I mean, you know, being, cause I've, I've had to look at it from two different ways, right. Being in healthcare and yeah. being like, yeah. you know, on the side where we probably won't be kind of out doing what we're doing, probably in the face to face till June. Uh, but, yeah. but that makes a little bit of sense because, you know, we're, we're going in talking to folks who interact with the sickest people every day. Oh yeah. So it makes a little yeah. bit, I think it makes a little bit of sense for us to do what we do virtually. Uh, yeah. as, you know, as long as they feel comfortable until they feel comfortable with us coming in, doing what we did the same way. And it won't be the same way. We'll have to have PPE. We'll yeah. have to do all that, which and guess what? All that makes sense. But, you know, oh, yeah. but oh, to yeah. me too, you know, I got to also go, Hey, I imagine what would have happened, what this would have been like, you know, 11 years ago, if this had happened, say like, March oh, of God. March of 2010 or for you, like what, like, like yeah. sometime in 2008, 2009, like when you had yeah. no, you know, when you had no real base of business, when you, when you hadn't built the, 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 that equity with your clients and the, in the, in the community and, you 100%. know, I, what would 100%. that have been? What would it have been like then? You know, yeah. and you know, even, even, uh, uploading videos to, you know, any of these social media sites or zoom or YouTube, man, that, uh, technology is really, able to help us close the gap in 2020. You know I mean? If this happened in 20, you know, even in, you know, 2010, holy, holy oh, crap, yeah. we would probably be in some big time trouble. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, your, your towns and cities that, you know, your Charlotte and Raleigh may not just, you know, June 1st is, is a guessing game at that point, but yeah, you know, those larger populated areas need to be shut down for quite a while. Um, and you know, you still seeing, still seeing some, uh, you know, some larger cities, you know, New York city, I, I think everyone, uh, you know, that's, that's some bad, bad stuff that's going on there. And then Wayne County, you know, we don't even have 40,000 people in this entire County, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, like 95% of our cases are at the prison right now. Right. And 98, 98% of those folks that are not even showing symptoms of it. Yeah. And they literally tested 500 of the 700. And they're like, you know, they started bringing in staff from the outside. I'm like, hey, the staff there already has it. You know what I mean? Yep. How about supporting those folks? Because now you're going to bring in 100 people from the Smithfield uh, prison to come and help these guys out. Right. And and now those 100 employees are going to take it back to their family in Johnson County. And now we just got a big, big mess. So I almost want to keep those people isolated for a good two weeks, man. Yeah. I mean, uh and then it's going to run its natural course. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just like the flu. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, sooner or later, we're all going to end up being exposed to it. And 
yeah. know, whether whether yeah. or not we we want to think about it or not, but we are, and, and honestly, a, a great great greater number of us have been than we think, um, because yeah. I mean, where I'm, you know, we see people with where daycare is essential. Yeah, I mean, and and so you've got these groups of however many kids together, and then they're going home. <laughs> and they're coming back oh, yeah. and parents oh, are going yeah. to work and they're coming back and they're engaging with their kids. And then these kids are going to essential daycare. So it's, uh, you know, man, it's, it's all, it's all over out there in the, uh, the efforts that we're doing, I think are good and they're, they're important and they're appropriate. But I think that we can probably do 85% of what we're doing. If we're just doing the smart things that we're doing at essential businesses right now. Oh yeah. You know, if oh, we yeah. just do that, that's that's a huge component of it because it's going to get around, dude. It's a it's a novel infection. It's a novel virus. Yeah, you yeah. know it's going to get around. Um, and I, shoot, I, I you know me and a couple guys from the the gym that weightlift together quite a bit. I'm pretty sure we all had it in January. Oh, dude. <laughs> like you know, what I mean, it was one of those things. Like I'm pretty sure I had it. <laughs> well, I, was, I was sick of shit. Like I had right. a fever. I, I haven't had a fever in years, man. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, same thing. Like one of my kids back in it was January or like I don't know, late December or January. She was down, man. She was down for I don't know, like a week, and yeah. we thought, oh man, she's she's got the flu. No flu, you know. So, and dude, I don't even know. I mean, it's it's impossible at this point. Because you can't go in and get yeah. tested unless you're, you, know, you you shouldn't, you really shouldn't unless you suspect that something bad's going to happen. I mean, yeah. um, and I, I've got a, uh, a a good friend you know him as well. Uh, it's it's not Steve, but he is a firefighter and he's going on a damn cruise in uh, August. They pushed it back. I think he was supposed to go in like May or June, and he signed up to go in August. I'm like. Oh, I'm not getting on a cruise ship. No, this is not happening right now. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not a chance. You know what I mean? Not a chance. Like, it's not that uh, any, anything worse could happen from a standpoint of the course of what it is, right? But but you think about just everything that's contained in that area. It's just like a it's a fishbowl, man. It's just yeah. and there's just nothing you can do. They don't have the facilities. They don't have things. You know, they don't have the same. Uh, you know, they don't have the same recourse if something does go wrong. And then yep. if, if the crap hits the fan and everybody gets stuck there, yeah, yeah. you know, that's, oh. a, that's a nightmare. Yeah. That's that a nightmare. Good. That ain't good. No, I think the cruise industry is really going to get, is really, you know, hospitality and, and service. It's sucking real bad. But, yeah. but, you know, yeah. you yeah. don't ever have to go on a cruise. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to, you know, never win another will. one, you know, they, uh, you know, they will rebound. And it's one of those things like, you know, if that PPP program that came out with the small business grants and loans, and then you see people like the Los Angeles Lakers and Ruth Chris taking $20 million mm-hmm. and, and claiming themselves as being a small business, shame on you. <laughs> shame on you for taking that money. I, and I know they're giving it back, but uh, that's just a crazy thought process, man. You know, if, there's some there's some some small businesses with four or five employees that five thousand dollars could change their entire year or save their business. Oh know? yeah. And then and then you know we ran out of that three hundred and eighty billion dollars, you know, with basically in twenty four hours. And then I know small businesses like myself and you know CrossFit Burn and Tier One, we didn't see a single dollar. You know what I mean? Not, yeah. not a single dollar, and you've got some of those large businesses that can that can afford to to lose a couple months. You know what I mean? Uh, I think I think your big cruise lines, the big ones are going to be fine. The small ones, not a chance. You yeah. know the your 
airline industry, you know, our government's not going to let that crash. You know what I mean? Because that's how we get people to travel and spend money at resorts and stuff like that. So, and the airlines have always got bailed out. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I always tell people if right now is a, right now is a real good time to go on the stock market. And if you want to buy something, yes, the airlines ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? Uh, I know Boeing's the cheapest it's ever been. You know, Boeing stock typically sits around four or 300 to $400. It's like a hundred bucks right now. They're going to continue to make planes for our military. They're going to continue to make planes for these airlines. You know, Delta is going to have a, a couple of bad months, but our government's not has always bailed out the airline industry. Yeah. And we need them. Those things. We got to have it. Yeah. And then, right. you know, a state like ours, we're, we're not a hundred percent sure if we're going to open up by Memorial day for our beaches, you know, that that's how businesses go out. You know what I mean? There's yes. Yes. They're, they're used to, you know, they're used to having a $50,000 week or Memorial week. And if that doesn't happen. I just don't know how you structure a business. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're, if you're, your Labor Day, 4th of July, Memorial Day weekend are your biggest sellers, which is a lot for a lot of those small businesses near the coast. If those don't open up, it's just, yeah. That, well, that's going to, and we're right on top that's gonna of, uh, that's going to, and, and then that's right on top of hurricane season. Yeah. You know, for us. Yeah. And, you know, so if you're oh, talking yeah. about coastal folk, everybody east of 95, right, you know, is, is impacted oh, yeah. by hurricane season or in one way or another, if there's any, name storms or anything that comes even close that, that impacts us with, with flooding or, uh, you know, wind damage or, or a direct hit, God forbid. I mean, it's, it's going to yeah. be, it could be a catastrophic kind of, you know, one, two punch, which, which of course the, the, the doom gloomers, you know, that's what they're saying. Yeah. And I, I know, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of events that typically take place in April, and May, you know, yep. I use my small example of this, but there's, tons of concerts and sporting events that are getting pushed back uh you know battle of the borough we've always done it the first week of may you know what mm-hmm. i mean we've done it for seven years this will be the eighth year we're gonna do it september 19th i'm in the middle of hurricane season you know oh, yeah. I mean? like i was like we postponed and rescheduled it yeah now i've got to worry about a category fucking four or five uh hurricane coming oh yeah dude covered coming, blasting us <laughs> yeah coming from me who always who always has run vents in the fall yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, I feel you, dude. I, I know exactly the, the, the trepidation because I mean, Oh, we ran that one of those fit cons back in, I think it was 14 or 15 on the weekend that hurricane yeah. came through oh, and yeah. you know, oh, and yeah. it just missed us now. So, but it could have been, it could, it could have been a different story. Uh, but and yeah, all, man. all the, all the hurricane prediction, uh, folks, every single report I've read has said, Hey, the data showing that 2020 oh, is gosh. going to be extremely above average. Like this, this might be one of the worst hurricane seasons ever. And I'm like, man, this is how, that's how it works. You know what I mean? I always tell that people in, you know, sports, fitness, uh, life, business, you know, dealing with adversity, you, you typically lose, 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 win, mm-hmm. lose, 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 win. If you get two wins back to back, that's momentum, baby. That's, that's, you right. know what I mean? so <laughs> that's a trend line. It's one of those things like uh, 2020 could, you know, holy crap, we could, we could, it could be devastating. You know what I mean? So, well, you're one of those, you know, those rare, kind of those rare beasts that has seen it from, who's probably seeing it right now on the front line of essential and non-essential. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, yeah. so how was that? I mean, how, how is it kind of looking at that from a, you know, from a standpoint of, Hey, I've got, I've got this, that, 
you know, I'm serving, I'm, I'm, I'm serving my customer base every day. I'm doing yeah, this, I'm yeah. working hard doing this versus, you know, not being able to, you know, not being able to engage in the same way, but probably working just as hard to engage that community. Oh yeah. yeah. So I always, uh, I always tell people as, you know, business leaders, number one, you got to diversify. You, you got to make sure you don't have all your eggs in, in one basket. So that would be like if you only own a CrossFit gym, you know what I mean? If you only do personal training or whatever, uh, you can't only blame the government or the economy or this crisis. You know, you put yourself in that situation. You, you probably should have some income coming from something else besides just personal training or gym. You know, so I own a axe throwing business that is definitely not essential you know what i mean like that is uh you know we're classified as entertainment and that's fun you know what i mean so i know that's that that business you know i've got employees there that are collecting unemployment because there's no chance of that thing opening up until phase two phase three Mm -hmm. that is just fun only right the restaurant side of it you know we are 90 percent of our food is to grab and go meal prep most of the time people will just walk, you know, our transaction time is people are literally in and out of our business in less than 60 seconds. Yeah. They walk in, Hey, my name is Mike Garrett. I'm here to pick up my 10 mils, grab the mills or out, out the bit, out the door. And we're, we're still seeing, you know, we still have sales there, but it, it's down 40% because you've got so many people binge eating right now. Uh, you know, couch potatoes, they're not getting out as much as uh, they used to, which is a good thing. You know what I mean? So, right. um, and then the other side of the restaurant industry is where people come in, sit down, enjoy, enjoy adult beverage, have dinner for 60 to 90 minutes and enjoy family time and stuff like that. Those, those businesses, most of those ones can afford, you know, a 60 day or a two month loss. You know what I mean? Most of those businesses are not set up for three months of losing. Mm-hmm. And then when you get into the fitness industry of owning gyms, Man, that's a that's a tough sell. Like I, I've applied for essential businesses for for both of them to yeah. at least try. Right, right? You you're always going to try. Yeah, I tell you, no, not a problem. Uh, you know, both facilities, and you know, my my goal is for one. Ninety percent of my clientele's, you know, healthcare, you know, firefighters, police, air force. You know what I mean? So I I've got some essential business, and you know, through that uh, information out of you know the. Uh, North Carolina DOR, uh, Department of Revenue. So, you know, it's in their hands now. Do we get approved? I've seen some. Uh, I've seen some small businesses that look like, uh, you know, ice cream parlor. Parla. Uh, we've seen. <laughs> I've seen you know hair right. salons. I've seen massage. I've seen some of those get their uh, credentials back and are allowed to open up in a limited uh, capacity. So we got a chance with that one. Yeah. Um, I, I really think, you know, any, any gym, obviously your Globo gyms, your Planet Fitness, your Gold's gym, YMCA, you know, not a chance that you're going to be able to open up the doors and let 400 people in sharing a space. But if you're in a CrossFit facility and you got 10 or 12,000 square feet mm-hmm. and they're going to have eight people in at a time, hey, each person at that point can literally have a thousand square feet. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? So uh, now if you're a CrossFit gym that's in two or 3,000 square feet, letting in eight people on that one. I just don't see how that's a feasible thing to, to keep your six feet of distance. And then typically if you have two or 3000 square feet, you don't have 10 rowers. You don't have 10 right. assault bikes. You don't have uh, stuff where you're, you're definitely going to be in a situation where you're sharing equipment and stuff like that. So, right. um, 
you at least got to try in that situation. And I know I've talked to a lot of CrossFit uh, gym owners throughout the state and just giving them some ideas of what we're doing. I'm like, hey, look, m- most parks are closed right now, but they're going to open up May 8th. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that's in phase one. Parks will reopen. There's an opportunity for you to get your clientele back up off the couches, outside exercising May 8th. So you can get those folks out moving. And then if you guys decide to exchange uh, fees for your services, fantastic. You can literally personal train at a park right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I got squat racks that I've been yeah, I mean, uh, taking all over the place. Uh, absolutely. You know, That's just, why we used to I'm do just, it. <laughs> yep. I'm just like you. You know, I got a home gym, so I've done personal training there. I've done small groups of five or six people. Uh, Miss Scout's got uh, four folks at her exercise right now. She's got her uh, ladies class going on right now, and these are one of them is her mother. You know what I mean? So, right. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Um, two of them are all three of the other females are Air Force. So, yeah. Uh, pretty pretty neat stuff um, for them to be able to take advantage of that. And, you know, some gym owners are not even thinking about that right now. Like, well, Hey, you've got to do something to try to survive. Well, dude, like, I mean, I, I, you know, of course, you know, I follow certain folks, not everybody, but I mean, you know, certain, uh, certain folks that the people that you would anticipate would do an excellent job engaging, you know, I see regularly, I know y'all are constantly doing stuff across the Goldsboro burn is obviously, you know, I see messages from, from folks here in town, from tier one. I also see stuff from like, you know, for example, like the coaches at Suespante and, and various other ones that are constantly, constantly, they're engaging everybody all the time. And, oh, yeah. and, and it's because they were plugged into their community before yep. and they were yep. generating a, you know, a feeling of constant engagement before. So if you weren't doing it before, it's going to be really hard to do it now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and you see that, you know, that that's a, uh that's widespread at a, at large commercial gyms, you know, they don't have a personal connection or relationship with these clients. So, you know, how are they going to, you know, trust you to go do a home workout or follow you virtually online and do remote programming or vice versa. Hey, go, go meet at your house, go meet at their house, meet you at the park, meet you in a parking lot, meet you for a walk run there. You know, the, I think the first week of this, man, we just went for walks and runs, you know what I mean? And then I started bringing out some kettlebells and some exercise bands. Yeah. And all that communication that we do, you know, we don't put it out there for public. It's, it's private. You know what I mean? We have private Facebook groups. We have gym emails and basically we put out a gym emails for our folks like, Hey, this is what we got. We got going on. we got five different services we're going to offer. You know, which ones are you interested in? Reply back to this email or, hey, just drop us a line on social media, a uh, private message, and we'll plug you into one of our groups so we can continue to keep you moving. Yep. And, you know, I've seen people not even attempt that. And if you're in a saturated area of CrossFit gyms in Raleigh or Charlotte and you're not doing that, yeah, yeah, I really don't want to hear you complain too much when your business does go out of business because that's already yeah. happened. You know, right. I, mean? I, I, I can I can name the gyms that have went out of business in the last two weeks, and I think we're going to continue on uh, when when May first comes and goes, and you have clients you have clients dropping memberships, and that is your only lifeline to pay rent, to pay your bills, and you're not getting no government aid. Uh, that's that's going to put them in a tough, tough spot to, to continue on. And then you, you'll find out if uh, your gym owners got their stuff together. Um, you know, we, we had a savings account with money to get us through tough times like this. Most of the time that money's uh, set aside for equipment purchases or 
-hmm. educational uh, stuff for our coaches. And, you know, you just seen, I I just, we just paid for three of our coaches to get uh, USA weightlifting certified in the middle of this crisis. How many gyms did that in, yeah. in the United States of America? I saw Probably that come none. through. I saw the uh, I saw that post. Now, did they do that? Did they do that uh, remotely, or did they uh, did they actually hold yeah. something? Yeah. So they they did it through Zoom, just like this. Uh, you know, that's uh, freaking Scout, awesome. <laughs> Scout did uh, her level two. Uh, she had you know three or four USA Olympians taking the level two class with her. Uh, so that was really really neat. And then Joe and uh, Miss TQ got their level one. And uh, pretty neat stuff. And then, you know, I think like their day three was a hey, videotape yourself lifting, yeah. uh, videotape yourself teaching someone how to snatch and clean a dirt jerk. We'll evaluate your uh, ability to coach and your ability to perform those movements. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, you know, I think that's probably the biggest difference between, you know, your CrossFit uh, weightlifting cert and your USA weightlifting one. So, you know, yeah. your USA is the governing body of the sport of weightlifting. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you know, CrossFit is definitely not the the governing body of weightlifting. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? So not not remotely. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I, I'm not taking both of those courses. And people ask me, and I just you know, uh, sometimes it's just that, hey, Mike, which which one is the course I should take? I'm like, hey, USA Weightlifting, will definitely plug you in in the right direction. And uh, at that point, you're you're going to be, you know, when you sign up for a level one for weightlifting you're subject to drug testing as a coach as well. So that's pretty neat. I, I like that aspect of it. So mm-hmm. um, pretty, pretty cool stuff. So here's uh, a, here's a know. question about that. If you, if you start doing that, does that mean you got to stop drinking all the CBD stuff from Killcliffe and, you know, fit aid? No, no. So the, <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, yeah, the, the Olympics uh, kind of just like the NFL just did and uh, USA weightlifting is, uh, you know, that they let uh, hemp and CBD is, is now allowed, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things. Uh, but I'm sure some people probably cross that line and put some THC in their body and stuff like that. But, uh, but you know, the biggest one, biggest players, is, it's taking PEDs and uh, steroids out of people's hands because I, I know some phenomenal weightlifters and you and me watched the Olympics in uh, 2012 to 2008. Mm-hmm. Man, holy crap. I, I think like the guy who came in eighth place ended up uh, coming in first. After all the drug testing over eight years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It takes you a while. Look, it's going to take you a minute to get that medal, but you get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, hey, you took seventh place today. It's not looking too bad, man. He goes, hey, you look, just, might... just hold on. Just hold on. Oh yeah. It's like oh, the yeah. online yeah. qualifiers, you know, when you, you know, they, they take the top 20 and you like finish like 31st. And you're like, oh, yeah. stand by. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. There's going to be some videos reviewed. Stand by. There- <laughs> there's there's chest the bars and handstand push-ups absolutely yeah, yeah. some short ranges of motion oh my god cheating the hell out of it if you're in 31st right now and you're hoping to get into top 25 you got you, a good chance yeah you're gonna be all right man you're gonna be okay yeah. it's gonna <laughs> uh, be some edited it's, video <laughs> it's funny you you're funny you bring that up because uh you know I, I set a national record in snatch i held on to it for just a couple minutes uh i ended up taking second place uh at nationals i took third place in pan ams i know it's masters and we still get drug tested but when i came second in uh nationals by one kilo i looked at steve and the national champion uh, me and steve are such great dudes man we took the guy out to dinner and with his father and all that good stuff i looked at steve we're in the same weight class you know what i mean there's there's 22 right. guys in the same weight class and i was like steve you know i'm 
you know, at that point I was 35 or 36. So, you know, I mean, I had to be one of the younger ones between 35 and 40. And I was like, this guy looks like he's 40 pounds heavier than me. Just wait, there might be a chance of I come in first place. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I might've lost my one kilo today, but there's a chance here in a couple of weeks. I might be the champion. So, uh, pretty pretty funny how that stuff works oh, out oh my god dude yeah i remember when uh steve actually steve uh, steve and i talked about that uh the trip y'all had uh and uh he said uh he said it was great he said he, he said it was uh you know one of those one of those kind of once in a lifetime experiences yeah, yeah uh you know get a chance to go out to utah and uh go to salt lake and be able to do the performances that we were able to put up you know that was uh something we'll always be proud of but the, the stuff that took place off the platform is is the uh, is what makes it worth going to and uh something that we can talk about you know decades down the road from now yeah and uh we almost lost steve jasset that day uh the day before <laughs> nationals we decided we want to go hiking we, we asked for the i was like what's what's the what's the least elevation you know i was like i don't want us to be fatigued or tired uh, definitely didn't want to put us in a uh, risk of injury or anything like that. And they're like, Oh, this, this one's on like 3,500 uh, feet. Cool. You can see the top of the city. And, uh, you, uh, from the top, you can see the, uh, city views and all that good stuff. So we, we go up the mountain and Steve decided he wanted to come the fast way down and he like slipped and fell. Oh no. Probably slid. He, he slid at least 200, 250 meters. No joke, man. This guy, Straight turbo, looked like he was going to be on the Jamaican bobsled team there for a little while, was sliding down, snow and ice, and ended up just a just a half-broken-down wooden fence stopped that guy from going another 2,000 oh feet down. God. <laughs> See, that's the kind of uh, shit that only happens to Steve. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it, it was one of those things. That I, I looked at him, and his feet were up here somewhere. His feet were, you know, at that point above his eyes. You know, uh. it was... It was a little intense. Whenever you're, whenever you can see your feet above your eyes, man, shit, shit hit the fan belt at that point. So yes, agreed. Uh, uh, you know, at that point, I, I tried to react, but there was no saving them at that point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but unscathed, of course. <laughs> yep, yep, just pops of course, up. Just boing. Well, you know, a couple, couple, couple of bruises, no broken bones, and uh, uh, we made it out of there a lot. Oh my god, dude. Um, so, I know you got peeps there i know you probably got like uh got places to go and things to do mike um but how are we gonna uh what are we gonna and oh before before i get into that real quick man we all got to get together and do something i was talking to steve about this uh i'm trying to figure out what i'm next what i'm gonna do next i was gonna do that run in the mountains but that crapped a bed obviously because of covid yeah, so my brief yeah. return to running was definitely uh, inauspicious and well, it was going to be honest, inauspicious anyway, but it was, it, now it's just non-existent. So I got to figure out what we're going to do next. So maybe we can put our heads together on that. Maybe it's, yeah. uh, whether it's, uh, I don't know, my, my, what about a return to, uh, I might try to make my return to Highland games. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. You guys want to, that's, that's, you a, guys want to do one fun, of those? That's a fun sport. That's a ton of fun. We should, uh, uh we should do something. Yeah. That one's a blast. I, I would, I always, uh, this needs to happen. In, in my lifetime that you and Steve have to be a teammate teammates in a CrossFit event. Dude, I've got, I've been Brandon trying Johnson for like six, four years. <laughs> Brandon Johnson is six foot one. Steve, <laughs> Steve's going to tell you he's five foot eight, five foot nine, but you, you know, as well as I do in CrossFit and weightlifting, any man who tells you you're, you're five foot nine is definitely five, six. <laughs> They're lying. Yeah, dude. That's it. He's a, well, he is five foot nine on the program. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's with yeah. his weightlifting shoes on, a couple pairs of socks, absolutely. Yeah, 5'9", uh, 185. But, you know, I think he, he turns 39 today. So, uh, you know, if you guys' age combined, that puts you guys in the 80 group, and I, I would love to see uh, that happen. I know Battle of the Burrows, September 19th, it gives you guys plenty of time to uh, get everything tuned up and get ready to go. Dude, I would love to do that. And like I said, I was going to miss that and the burnout this year because of scheduling um, yeah. conflicts because of work and travel and all that other stuff. But now I don't think that's going to be a big deal. So I think I, I might be able to make both the events now. So that's a, yeah, hey, I, that's a silver lining. I, I know this to be true. <laughs> you, you know this. Uh, social media, we see a lot of uh, fake sponsored uh, CrossFit athletes. I guarantee you and Steve can get sponsorships for the Battle of the Borough. And we can get real creative with that. <laughs> team name, team name. I think you guys could win that category. Too. Oh, we absolutely will win that category. I can go ahead and tell you that right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. How how are we gonna pull? How are we gonna pull out of this? What do we need to do in the next, you know, three weeks? Uh, communication w- with your clientele, with your coaches. I, I think you know it's it's got to be a, you know, it's it's got to be a private group. It's got to be something that you guys can communicate uh, freely. Almost every day, I think right now with our Facebook group and our Insta group, uh, Instagram groups, you know, that, that's the only reason I use social media is because of business purposes. But mm-hmm. uh, you got to get into those, get those plugged in. Uh, May 8th is a huge opportunity for the state of North Carolina for our CrossFit gyms to get out to the parks, uh, get back to what, what Chris, uh, CrossFit uh, originated uh, from. And I love that CrossFit's going back to the ranch this year for the CrossFit games. I think that's incredible. Uh, that's, that's how you and me watch the sport grow and start. Um, I, I think every gym's got to take advantage of that, regardless if you're a CrossFit gym, if you're a small studio, or if you're a Globo gym, if you're Planet Fitness and you want to open back up June 1st, you got to get these folks going, doing something May 8th. Mm-hmm. Uh, communication just for, uh, you know, if people can't make it to the group workouts, if you're doing something outside with 10 people or less with social distancing, if you can practice those, fantastic. Uh, getting those folks plugged in. If, if you're a CrossFit gym owner, there's a good chance you have access to equipment at your house. You can host small groups of four or five people there or personal training if that's still your jam. Mm-hmm. If you're doing personal training, you can get one-on-one. Uh, two on one, and that's going to be up to your client. You know, if they're if they're comfortable doing something along those lines, uh, of, of getting that uh, fired up. You know, the other thing is, is you've seen what we did the other day. Is I, I put out some events that are coming up that hey, that got moved, but you got to give you got to give your folks some hope. They they've got to be able to see the finish line coming out of this uh, crisis that we're in right now. And so, like, you know, we put out the beach trip. It's going to happen July 11th. Hey, everyone's got some excitement. Everyone's yeah. got something uh, to look forward to because, you know, we're, we're in the middle of this right now. And it's, you know, we're not going to see, you know, any significant changes from a small business or even going out to restaurants or uh, some people even getting a haircut until May 23rd. So, you know, we're, we're on the 29th of April right now. We, we've got a full month of this still. So I think communication with your clientele is one, two, taking advantage of anything that you possibly got. If that's garage workouts in a small setting, one-on-one, or hey, May 8th, getting yourself out to a park and smaller groups. And right now, if uh, you know, I've got two coaches with me. If we have more than 10 people show up, typically we, we stick, we'll stick six folks 100 meters this way and six folks 100 meters that way so that way we're in a small group 
Uh, each person's, you know, at that point, we typically just bring out one piece of equipment. You know, it's dumbbell day. All right. Mm -hmm. So everyone grab their dumbbell or, hey, it's kettlebell day. Everyone grab a kettlebell or, hey, we even do rowing day. We bring out eight rowers. You know, we break up into groups and I've even had people go, hey, you eight people go for a 25 minute walk. And then these eight folks are going to be here rowing. So mm -hmm. uh, pr pretty neat how we've uh, been able to do that. But uh, this is how I love the workout. I, I prefer to be outside if it's cold, hot, raining, whatever it takes uh, to get the body moving. You got to do that stuff. Oh, hell yeah, man, dude. Um, I, I, you know. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for the events coming up in the fall. And like you said, I feel like you you guys are doing it right, and you guys are putting it putting it out there so that the folks that are important to your community and and you know are are motivated and they'll continue to be motivated because you have to have an end state, right? You can't just train oh, yeah. in perpetuity with nothing, with no payoff and no goal. Um, I think you said it best. That's the one thing I haven't heard yet is to put it is to put things out there to to show that this is not forever. And, yep. and, that, and that you have to have the end state in mind and do what you can now to get ready. Because if, if you have that, that you have the motivation to get up every morning and do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's one of those things, if you're, if you're a hard hitter and you're used to doing exercise six days a week, Hey, we're right now, everyone's getting a, a poop sandwich and everyone's going to take a bite. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> that's, that's right. the hand we've been dealt. And so, Hey, if that looks like four days a week, instead of six great if you're used to working out four days a week and we can get you in here uh two or three times a week fantastic uh and then you know it's it's one of those things like even my clientele you know at first that you know they're used to having their own barbells their own access to bumper plates uh, th their own pull-up rig their own squat station and hey when we came out here and it's like okay this is real like i, I get one kettlebell and you're expecting me to do 15 movements out of it and and you know this as as great coaches, man. I can come up with twenty five hundred movements we can do with one dumbbell. You know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, and that creativity's uh, been a lot of fun. It's uh, I've been able to introduce a whole bunch of different movements uh, to our clients uh, to be able to see some different things. Like, hey, now that you did this with me on Monday, you say you can't be here on Thursday, but you have an hour window in the morning. Literally, repeat this entire workout that I just showed you. You know what I mean? So, uh, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, you know, one piece that, uh, you know, I, I talk to people all the time about and, you know, I, I do judge people's work ethic. I do judge their discipline. And, you know, you know this, I, I can tell you very quickly if they have it or they don't, but some people right now can develop discipline. You know what I mean? They can work on those mental aspects that can change their life, not just in fitness, but in business and all of it. But, you know, discipline is a thing that people can portray on social media in five seconds with a post mm -hmm. or a video. But, hey, it's one of those things. Now, you've got sun's coming up at 630 in the morning. It's going down at 730. What are you doing, you know, in that 13-hour window to maximize that time? Find an hour for physical training, whatever that looks like for you. Be disciplined. Don't just talk about it. Don't just show it on social media. Be disciplined enough to go find that hour to get your body moving and the benefits of exercise for mental health and the physical side of it. It's incredible. I, I've, I've had people in the last month lose weight, Brandon. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got, I, you know, I, I made I a post it. about that yesterday. You know what I mean? I, I, I think I put a post up that, you know, we had an individual lose 25 pounds. I've had uh, one person lose 12 pounds in the last month. You know what I mean? So just some really, really, uh, uh, and impressive things coming out of a small, you know, we're on a bike trail, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> making it, making it happen. You know what I mean? I, I've got exercise bands and rowers out here today and that's what we're doing. 
today. And, you know, we appreciate your efforts, dude. We really do. Awesome, brother. I mean, awesome. Hey, man, I'll, I'll let you go, bro. Uh, but okay. let's not, uh, let's not do, let's not wait so long to do this again. Yeah, absolutely, man. We'll, we'll get back together. Uh, you and the family take care. And uh, uh, thanks for having me, man. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, brother, y'all take care, okay? Be safe. All right, man. See you, Mike. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay safe out there. Uh, don't do stupid stuff. Don't lick doorknobs. Make sure you wash your hands. And you know what? We're going to get through this just fine. So um, until next time, take care.